Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Twat Talk. I'm your host, Roscoe M. And uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about a few things that are um, on the slightly more depressing side, which I'm terribly sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's stuff that I just kind of want to get off my chest and and hope that you guys can maybe relate to or you know maybe you guys are going through a similar period that I am um in your lives but recently um I started college now this isn't the depression but don't worry um starting college and everything that's all good um I'm doing a film and tv course uh, which is something that I've wanted to do for a good while now is going to film and TV and all that stuff, um, and yeah, so that's 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 um, that's not a depressing bit. What the actually, I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, what the depressing bit is, but basically, what I realised through it's what I realised through going to college. Um, that is on the the slightly more depressing side, which is the it's a fear it's a something that I've I've felt for a while, uh, and the only way that I've found to describe it is um, the kind of the feeling of never really um, belonging anywhere, you know that that sense of fear that sense of worry that you get where you feel like you don't fit in places like you don't feel that you have like you know how everyone typically has a place where they fit in like you know oh they're the sporty one you know they're the popular one that's the nerds the the feeling that I always have is that um I never fit anywhere because I've got bits of like, you know, bits of this and, like, bits of that personality, and it means that I never really fit in with any type of community, um, and I never, you know, essentially, it, like I said, it's that feeling of you never really belong anywhere, and you feel quite, uh, quite isolated. You know, I feel like I'm pretty much on my own in a very niche area of life in, like, all aspects, you know, like in career, in in friends, in interests, you know, it feels that always my interests are so niche that like, or that everything about me is so niche that I never fit in anywhere because there's no one else. You know what I mean? It's almost as if there's no one else like me. And of course, there's that whole thing where like everyone's an individual and nobody will ever be exactly like you and I get that. But like, I mean, there's no one even remotely close to where I am or where I'm at. Um, you know, it's like who I am as a person or where I'm at headspace-wise. It almost feels like I'm entirely on my own in, like, almost every regard. And I don't want this podcast to sound like I'm sitting here moaning about, like, oh, my life's terrible and stuff, because it's not. It's not terrible. My life is far better than a lot of people out there, and I know this. But... I just want to be able to like to vent this sort of frustration 
and these sort of, and these feelings of I feel like I'm always on my own. I feel like I'm always an outsider in every situation that I go into, and I never feel like I'm part of something. I never feel. Um, I guess I guess phrase would use like I never feel at home anywhere, completely, and and it was college that kind of that made me really think about this because I've seen people you know from my school and stuff that I didn't talk to much, but they're off to uni and stuff like that, and they've still got friends with them, uh, you know, and things like that, or people who used to be my friends who have gone to uni and made new friends, and I sort of feel that like I haven't almost you know like I've not that I've sort of just moved from one crowd of people in high school to another crowd in college but never fit into these crowds you know what I mean it's sort of it's this weird sort of I don't really fit into these places as much as I thought I I might have, and I feel like I don't really have friends anywhere. You know, it's it's a really weird feeling to try and describe to people, but, like, then the other part of that is, like, never having a lot of permanent friends. You know, like, a lot of the friends, like, some of my longest friends are here. Like, are here online. And, you know, that's you know, that's really cool and stuff like that, that I have people online. But then also, it means that when I actually come off of... When I come out of that online world, I feel very alone and isolated in my life and in my experiences because I have basically no one else in my real life other than family to bounce off of. And you can only bounce off of your family for so long before it kind of, you know, you, you long for more interaction. You know, and I always just feel like I'm bouncing between crowds and never really finding a place that I I fit and never having any actual meaningful connections. You know, that all my all the connections that I make in my life, you know, and all the people that I talk to and everything, I just I'm like a a, a moment in someone's life. I'm never something that sticks, you know, with a person. I'm yeah, I'm like the mild inconvenience on your way to work. You know, I'm not like a massive problem or even a massive, you know, like positive thing in someone's life. I always feel that I'm just that, yeah, like that thing that people sort of pass by and over the years they kind of forget about. That's the type of person that I feel that I've sort of become. And, and part of it does is probably self-inflicted. You know, part of it is, um, is me not, not going out a lot, not socializing with people and only doing it in particular instances, uh, you know, or particular places and stuff like that. But I still, you know, it's like, I know that it's self-inflicted, but then because it's self-inflicted, the part of my brain kind of goes, well, what the hell's the point? Because you're never going to make those meaningful connections because you always just pass by people, you know, and you always just, you know, be a, a blip in someone's life. You'll never 
make an impact you'll never make a proper connection with people so then my brain just goes well what the hell's the point in trying why go out and try to do that when it's just not gonna happen you know you've been trying to do that for like 18 years and you've slowly just sort of drifted from crowd to crowd from this group of people who were maybe a bit more toxic to this group of people who were a bit less toxic but still quite bad and then this group of people who are generally nice but you still feel like you don't fully fit you know, it's it's this sort of scenario that I found myself in. And one of the things that ke I keep coming back to is that I always feel that or in my life, I'm always surrounded, you know, by people. But I always feel like the loneliest person. You know what I mean? Like standing in a room full of people that you know, or even just people, you know, standing in a room full of people and being alone entirely, you know. And again, part of that's self-inflicted and I feel like part of it is just, uh, I don't, you know, part of it I don't know, but, and I have no idea how I move out of that headspace. You know, how do I move from just being a blip in someone's life to making an impact and having a meaningful connection with a person, you know? You get all these people who, you know, they have lifelong friends and stuff, yeah, I don't really have that. Like, the people that I talked to when I was a kid, I don't talk to anymore. Hell, even people from a couple of years ago, I don't talk to now. You know, because we slowly just sort of drift apart. And I feel like, you know, like I said, I don't really have long-term friendships and connections. You know, I just have people who kind of come in and out of my life for periods of time. And I do the same with with other people. You know, I'm just some someone that comes in for a period of time in someone's life and then just disappear. You know, like almost out of nowhere. I just vanish. Um, and it's not the most fun thing. You know, it's... It sucks. You know, it sucks to be that person that just sort of comes in and out of people's life because, like I said, it means that you never connect with people. You never make an impact. You never feel important. Which sounds really egotistical and narcissistic and stuff like that, but you never feel. I guess it's that like you never feel like you matter to someone. You never feel like your friendship and your connection mattered because ultimately it didn't. You know, and and I don't know if this is maybe just my headspace tonight uh, that I'm recording this, or if it's or if it's a permanent thing that I'm going to be sort of stuck with for the rest of my life. But um, it, it's it's something that's kind of bothered me for for a long time. That is this the is this the place that I have... Like, is this where I'm going to be the rest of my life? You know, am I just going to be this person that comes in and out of people's lives, makes no impact whatsoever, and then they forget you in a couple of years? You know, and then it becomes that question of, like... Because um, then off of that comes the questions of, like, do I even matter? You know, and then you get... That's when you start getting into, like, really dark territory. Just be like, do I even matter anymore? Like, do would people who I've spoken to miss me if I was gone? You know, like, not even in the case of, like, um, you know, like, being dead or, you know... Uh, as much as I don't want to bring it up, you know, like taking taking your own life and things like that. Just even in the case of like you 
you cut all contact from people. You know, you don't text anyone, you don't call anyone, and you just go and you live, like, up in the mountains the rest of your life with no means of contacting outside. Well, would people even care? Because did you matter? And ultimately, I... I... <laughs> it sounds horrible, and I, and I shouldn't be laughing about it, but, like, ultimately, I feel that at times I... I don't matter. You know, that, like, I'm just... Yeah... Like I said, I'm just this inconsequential human being that will never amount to anything and never be an impact on one, not even a single person will remember me when I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) there's probably going to be tons of people listening to this podcast going, what the hell are you talking about? And then other people that maybe do feel like this and know what I'm talking about uh, and can maybe relate to it. Who knows? Um, you know, but it's essentially that feeling of not mattering to a single human being on Earth. That no one on this planet cares about your life. You know, not a single person on this planet. Like, you know, like I said, if you disappeared tomorrow, would anyone actually care? And logically in my head, I know yeah, people would care. You know, there'd be a few people. But the problem is, is that I always think it's family. My family would care. But that, but to most, to a lot of people in the world, that's a given. You know, that your family will, would care if you were gone because, you know, it's family and stuff like that. And they love you uh, unconditionally. But it's that kind of thing of... Would people outside my family care... If I disappeared tomorrow. And a lot of the time. The answer that I end up coming to. Is no. No one. Would. No one outside my family would care. If I disappeared tomorrow. And I'm. I'm leaving that silence in the recording. And I'm leaving that in the podcast. Because. I think it hammers home. The weight of that it's not really a realization because I could logically kind of say to myself that it's it's not true so I'm not going to call it a realization but just that kind of like let the point hit home that the answer that I feel to the question would anyone care if I disappear tomorrow is no and I feel that I've had no impact on anyone's life whatsoever You know, even people that I've known for years, like my longest friends that are here online and stuff like that, like, it just wouldn't matter. And that's the horrible part. You know, that's the part that really does, that really does suck. It's that I feel, you know, it's horrible to feel like you've made no impact throughout your entire life, that you're, you know, that everything that you've done throughout all of your existence means nothing in the grand scheme of the universe or even just in the scale of I just hit my mic and that's going to sound quite horrible probably but like even uh, like not even on a universal scale because realistically every human life means nothing on the scale of the universe but like even in the scale of like a single person I feel that I've had no impact whatsoever and that that 
it's a horrible, horrible feeling. And anyone who does feel like this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's horrible to feel like you've done nothing at all for anyone whatsoever. You know, and stuff like that. And it's... Yeah, and that's that's just kind of how I feel. And, yeah, and there's probably going to be, like, a ton of silences in this end of the recording and stuff like that. Um, or at least this part here where I'm talking about this. But I think it's important to keep this as raw and as real as possible. And to just sort of vent this or else I feel that I'll never be rid of this feeling if I don't say it to someone. Like, if I just keep repeating it over and over in my head, it'll... Like, uh, I guess that I'll, I'll fully believe it. You know, because obviously there's part of me right now that's that doesn't quite believe that I've had no impact, but then also... Um, you know, I feel like if I didn't say anything to someone else, it would be... It, it would be way worse than it is, you know. Um, so I, I really did just want to kind of to get to get stuff off my chest uh, and stuff like that. And it's funny because all this is a very depressing thought, but it was brought on by something that I feel has had such a positive impact on me. And that's college. Like, college has had such a great impact on me as a person. And it's really just kind of tonight. I don't know if it will... It probably won't last, this feeling. But, like, at least tonight, that feeling just sort of hit home. I guess another way that I could describe it is, like, you know how people are always, like, that they're watching something and they'll be texting someone at the same time. You know, it's kind of like looking at the way that I can describe the feeling is looking at your phone, like looking at your Snapchat, your Instagram, whatever social media, looking at your contacts list, your text messages, and having all these people in there and not feeling that you could text a single person in that list and get a good, like have a genuine friendship and a connection in there. You know, <laughs> and then that gets even worse when it comes to relationships, because what's the one thing that everyone looks for in a relationship? They look for someone that's confident. They look for someone that's sure of themselves. But how the hell am I meant to be sure of myself when this is how I feel? You know, when I feel that I have no impact, how am I meant to sell to someone basically and say, "Look, I'm a good, you know, like, I'm a person." Who could improve your life when I can't even Im like I can't make an impact in anyone's life, you know? And it's these kind of, um, it's just this kind of weird feeling, you know, like sort of longing for a relationship, but also scared that it will mean nothing to the other person, and consequently to you it will mean nothing because you realize that it was pointless because you never meant anything to them. 
you know, even though they possibly meant the world to you, you were just like a speck of dust on the wind in the grand, you know, in the, in the, like in their life, you were just like a bit of dust floating through the air that no one sees, no one notices, no one cares about. And they just walk past without glancing at all. <laughs> this podcast is incredibly depressing. And I've realized this, like this one episode is pretty depressing and I'm probably going to have to put a warning on it for um, for people with depression and stuff like that. Um, which I, I actually, that reminded me, I need to talk to my doctor about that and get... Um, Okay, let's go on to a bit of a lighter subject, right? And talk about how I feel that I have multiple mental illnesses. Because <laughs> this is a really fun topic, and it might be TMI, but hey, this whole podcast episode has been TMI at this point. Um, <laughs> I, I've I've looked at the, the symptoms for multiple mental illnesses and stuff like that, and I know that's like the, the one thing that no one... Uh, like, that's the one thing that everyone, like, tells you not to do. Like, never look up your symptoms. But no, what I decided to do was look up these mental illnesses and look up the symptoms. And as I was looking at them with friends, uh, we were sort of having a discussion about mental issues and stuff like that, uh, mental health problems and such. We were talking about this, and I sort of very quickly realized that these things that I didn't think applied to me as I read them, I resonated with in this kind of weird way. Um, you know, where I kind of went, oh, I thought that was just like a personality thing, but no. Turns out that's a symptom of mental illness. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, this is a symptom of, like, I thought this was just, you know, me feeling bored or like unenthusiastic about something. And I'm like, this is a, this is a symptom of depression. And like, and all this stuff. Uh, and I never thought of myself as someone who could be depressed. You know, I never thought that I would have it, but, like, I never thought I... I yeah, I never thought that someone could look... Like, could view my me as a person and go, they're depressed. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of starting to believe it myself because people have told me before I'm very depressing or uh, I seem depressed at times and stuff like that, and it's starting to sound weird now because I've said it too many times, but, you know, it's, it's really weird because I always didn't believe it. I was like, nah, there's no way. Like, there's no way that I have depression because people have described depression to me and I don't feel that way. I don't feel that there's no hope at all for me, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I feel... You know, people, the way that I always heard de depression described was as if you're in a dark tunnel and there's no light at the other side. Like, that's the way that I'd heard it described to me, and I don't honestly think that that's the best description. Because it essentially implies that someone with depression can never show signs of being happy, or they can never experience anything that it, that looks similar to happiness. You know, like it basically implies that they can't laugh, they can't smile. You know, they can't ever be excited about something. And that's why, 
I never thought of myself as being depressed because I had this kind of rigid definition of it in my head and then realized that, no, that is an extreme form of depression. You know, that is one variation of it. It's not all-encompassing and stuff like that. Um, You know, and while that's maybe a great description for whoever said it, them going through depression, the way that they worded it was as if it was a universal definition. And I think that's, in a sense, kind of wrong to put, like, a universal definition on what depression can be or what any mental illness can be. You know, because I feel like people nowadays with mental health is that so many people are realizing that they have mental health issues, but then you also get the people who are faking it for attention. So a lot of people naturally assume the second you say you have any mental illness that you're doing it for for attention and that you don't really have that, you know, you don't feel that way properly and stuff like that. Like I've experienced it myself. Like I say, like I've said to people that I, I have anxiety because I can I can feel it. You know, mental health is not something that is... Mental health is not something that has to be diagnosed professionally. You know, like, because you shouldn't have to prove it. You shouldn't have to prove it by saying, I went to my doctor and they diagnosed it. You know, it's a feeling that you have. You know, it's a feeling that you have. Mental health problems are not the same as an illness. You know, it's not the same as a doctor saying to you, you have the flu, stuff like that, because that is something with universal symptoms. And while mental health, a lot of mental health does have similar um, uh, symptoms, all of these symptoms are on a spectrum. So you can either feel it a little bit, you can feel it a bit more than, you know, you can feel it kind of in the middle. You can really, you know, you could be on the extreme end and really feel it, you know, and I feel that... um, and just from the feeling that I have and stuff like that and knowing myself better than I used to I know that I have a form of anxiety and that's the way I always describe it to people I have a form of anxiety a mild form of anxiety because it's not something that encroaches on every aspect of my life you know, it's something that appears um, like for me, it's it's something that appears within certain situations, uh, and about certain things. So about like whenever I need to take public transport, public transport makes me anxious. You know, having to like phone the doctor that makes me anxious. You know, the thought of having to go into hospital for something makes me anxious. Stuff like that. and But basically the whole point is that I feel that I have anxiety. Um, and from finding out what the symptoms are, I feel that there's a possibility that I could have depression as well. You know, which... Um, and both of those could possibly be attributed to the fact that I have a possible theory on I might have ADHD as well, but that is something that I am not going to state as a fact until I can get a diagnosis on that. You know, which, again, it's something that... That's one of them that I think, like, yeah, 
a diagnosis makes sense. But you can't really, you know, because you can kind of analyze certain things, you know, like you can break them down and you can analyze it. Uh, and I feel that, for example, like anxiety and depression, you cannot break those down and analyze them properly because they exist on such a wide spectrum. Like stuff like ADHD obviously still exists on a spectrum, but it's a spectrum that's like a little bit more, uh, it's a little easier at times to spot, you know, and then also a lot of the symptoms and stuff like that that people describe, um, you know, they can always be found in the common person, but also... Um, you know, they are more prevalent in people who have ADHD. I don't really know. I don't really know what I'm saying at this point. I'm sort of just rambling and I'm hoping it makes some kind of sense to someone. And and again, I'd like to reiterate, I'm not doing, I'm not saying all this just because I'm like, feel sorry for me because I don't want you to. I don't want you to feel sorry for me about the way that I've say that the way that I've said I feel in this podcast what I'm hoping is that through saying this and telling my experience not anyone else's not your maybe not your experience but my experience that hopefully there's something in that experience that you can relate to and kind of go oh you know I I feel that way sometimes you know oh I've I've dealt with that you know like my whole thing earlier, I'm hoping there's someone out there who is, you know, maybe feeling that way as well and can relate to it and sort of go, yeah, I thought I was the only person. And maybe through that, we can realize, you know, that even though we feel like we don't make a difference to anyone's life, that we can make a difference and stuff like that. You know, as much as I feel that I've made no difference to anyone's life, people have told me that I have. Um, you know, people have told me that I've made a difference to their life. And if I have made a difference to your life, um, thank you. You know, <laughs> I would, I would like to say thank you because the fact that I've made a difference to your life means that I've done something right. Um, and it means that everything I'm doing isn't worthless. And I'd like to thank you for that. But before before this podcast goes down about five million different rabbit holes, I'm going to end it there. And hopefully this one can be a bit of an eye-opener into the side of me that isn't always happy and, and bouncy. And into a side of me that's a little bit more sad. I guess, and something that doesn't show in recording or on camera very often, but it's something that I want to be able to discuss because because it's it's something that I want to be honest about, and it's something that I I felt I needed to vent about is this feeling of being empty, or this feeling of um you know this thing of feeling like you don't matter. And to anyone out there who is listening and possibly feels that way, I want to tell you that you matter. You matter so much 
to more people than you know. And you'll have made a difference in someone's life without even realising it. Just by simply saying hello to the kid who gets picked on every single day by the bullies. By being there and maybe just having one conversation with them. You could have saved them. You could have helped someone that day. I've been Roscoe M. And I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.